Before we start the show, I want to thank the thousands of you, the thousands who have read This Book Will Make You Dangerous. Many of you have told me that the book's unique way of exploring fear, confidence, and purpose has had a lasting impact, that it's much easier for you to get clarity and direction about what really matters and what you want to do in this lifetime. It's also amazing to hear that quite a few of you have read it multiple times and even bought copies for friends, so thank you again. Just in case you weren't aware, I created a free companion video course for the book. And in these videos, I walk you through the big takeaways and practices from each chapter. And I even cover some extra stuff that's not included in the book. Information on how to access the course is in newer versions of the book. And if you own an older version of the book and you don't know how to access the course, just hit me up via the contact form at triplinear.com and we'll get you all set up. And one last thing, if you're one of the thousands who have already read the book, please consider leaving an honest review on Amazon so that others can decide if it's right for them. Again, thank you so much for reading. This book will make you dangerous. And now let's start the show. You are listening to the new man beyond the macho jerk and the new age wimp. Your host is men's coach, Trip Lemire. Is the pursuit of your goals exhausting you? Who are you if you're not going big all the time? And are you unwilling to relax because you're afraid something bad's gonna happen? In this coaching conversation, I talk with a high achiever who's uncertain about where to go next in his business and life. He's realizing that the things he's done to become successful aren't sustainable, and this is scary. So, in this conversation, we take a look under the hood and help him access more of his power so that he can have greater flexibility, opportunities, and ease. What you're about to hear is an actual coaching call. The person being coached volunteered and gave explicit permission to have our conversation recorded for this podcast. I'm ready to dive in. How about you? Let's go. All right. Give me a sense of where you are today. Yeah. I mean, I think everything touches everything in a way. So it's like, uh, or another way to say that is like the way you do something is the way you do anything. And I know right now, you know, I think just as far as my relationship with goals and like, I've wanted to grow my business to a certain point. I saw a lot of growth last year. And I think what tends to happen is I'm, I get into this mindset. I'm an ultra athlete, right? So I run insane amount of miles and I tend to take that same approach when it comes to I want this thing which means I need to work 10 times harder and while I know that's not the truth I think that that's my default so I think for me in a number of different areas it's like you know with business it's like making a decision which direction to go what to focus on um And then, I mean, even in relationship too, it's a very similar position. I'm like, I was married for 10 years. Um, I have a 12 year old daughter, she'll be 13. And when it comes to like entering into that institution again, I'm like, do I want to do that? So like, while I do commit and do things, I think that there is a hesitancy sometimes. And it's like, I'm, I think I'm looking for the feeling of, all right, let's fucking go all in. And I don't have that 
in some respect and I want that. And part of me is like, is that, is that the thing? Is that the, uh, the metric? Like, is that the aim or is it something else? Like, I'm just trying to figure out, I guess like overall, like how to make the decision and just move forward more powerfully. Got it. I hear that you want to, you want to get a sense of where you're going next, but figuring out why you would choose that thing is, is a little up in the air right now. And you want to have, it sounds like you want to have some kind of consensus. I'm all in, I'm both feet in yeah. on this thing. And it's not quite there. Yeah. And so there, there's tension around that. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Who, who decides what you get to do or what you choose to do? I do. 100%. Yeah. Who within you decides? I would like to think the higher version of me, right? Like the more empowered, more, not necessarily certain, but like the, the warrior version, if you will, <laughs> ideally. Okay. All right. All right. Good. Yeah. You know, I've, I've learned that through my own experience and, and then also just working with a lot of people within us is, is not a singular trip. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. And uh, it's more of a <laughs> kind of a loud school bus on its way to <laughs> home in the afternoon. It's pretty raucous in there. And there's a lot of competing voices and there's a lot of, and all, each one of those voices represents a commitment or a desire or a fear mm -hmm. or a concern. And in this process, it's helpful to give each one of them a voice to understand what they're committed to, to understand what they're fearing and hear them out. So if this was a boardroom, we'd have all of these board members, but ultimately there's the guy that sits at the, the chairman, the one that sits at the head of the table. And it's the reason why I ask that is because a lot of, everyone's competing for that chairman role. Mm -hmm. And we may have our fear being the chairman of our lives. We may have our not enoughness, the need to prove, the need to protect, the need to please. That may be the chairman of our board. And it may have always been that way. What happens in our life, though, sometimes we start to recognize this is, I, I'm done doing it that way. I'm done with the proving or the protecting or the pleasing or whatever it might be. There's something else that's wanting to step in and, and really take that seat. Hmm. And so as I hear you talk about these big decisions and where in the past it was a little different to find that certainty of, yes, we're going in this direction. I wonder if there might be a shift internally there. Does any of that resonate for you? Uh, the irony trip is amazing. Um, I was just thinking about uh, IFS and like, uh, you know, like the parts stuff. And I was on my walk this morning. I was like, oh, I think I need to dive back into some of that work. So the conversation is perfectly timed, of course. Um, but it definitely resonates. And I think as you said that, my awareness was kind of oscillating, right? Like between the grip it and rip it. That's like, let's fucking go. And then the part that is a little bit more unsure and protected was the thing that really resonated in there. It's like, while I love to believe that I'm making my choices on my own volition, I also realize there's like, well, I don't want to disappoint this person. And like, well, what if I do this? Then there's these... I'm feeling this almost like conditional flip-flop happening, right? And it's um, 
yeah, as much as I'd like to say, I don't have the need for approval. It's just the reality, like it's in there. Um, and there's some people I don't want to disappoint. And there's some people that I like, it sounds weird to hear it, but like to make proud. I'm like, yeah, what's that about? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. It's really nuanced. We start to understand where they're coming from. And I don't know if you're like me, but that part of me that (laughs) in the past really enjoyed being doing the probably closer to your grip it and rip it version of you. Mm. I didn't challenge that one either. And Mm. a lot of times it was, well, who am I if I'm not gripping it and ripping it? Yo. And that feels like death. Just like does. Yeah, I identify with that part of myself. Well, I mean, like I said, I'm an ultra athlete. So, you know, my last race was 100 kilometers, 62 miles. And I found myself telling the story the other day. I was like, yeah, I came in second place and it was my first 100K. And the part of me that identifies with the achiever and with the pusher and with that level of insane endurance, while I do believe it works in my favor a lot of times, I'm seeing that maybe it doesn't really work in my favor all of the time. Okay. Yeah. So this is where we could come back to the, that statement of how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yeah. And maybe there's an opportunity here to relax that idea. What if Mm -hmm. I could animate and draw on that warrior ultra achiever when it's appropriate for X, Y, Z but maybe I would want to animate or bring out another version of me in, in another instance. And I have choice here. I like that. Does it feel, I wonder if that feels a little more open or less rigid or less, I, I wonder what that's like. That less rigid, right? Like that when, when you just presented that, the idea alone, I was like, ah, there was a, an internal exhale, right? It was a, a like a release of like, oh, that's cool. I can, I can play the role when the role's necessary, right? Like I can, I can embody these different aspects or identities at will. Yes, I like the idea of that quite yeah. a bit, actually. Okay, yeah, great. So as we start to look around the table and we start to appreciate all the different aspects of you and the gifts that they bring, Mm. how they serve you, how they protect you in a beautiful way, in a necessary way, how Mm. they bring discipline to your life so that you can do A, B, and C, right? We can really appreciate the gifts that they bring and start to relax any of that rigidity, start to have a little more choice there. Yeah, I dig it. It's interesting, like as as this conversation's evolving, like I'm seeing like how stuck I am on that identity, right? Like how much I identify with the like the badass, the ultra athlete, the one who can like I'll outrun you, period. Right. And like that, like cocky almost. <laughs> like, yeah, it's funny. It's funny to see that. Yeah. Well, let's appreciate him. Let, let's talk about yeah. what he does for you. What, mm-hmm. how, what I mean, let's own it, like flat out own it, what he brings he, to your life, how he gives you. Yeah, he's assertive. He's confident. Um, he's fucking committed, mm-hmm. committed as fuck. Like, I will run these hundred miles or I will die. 
<laughs> like that's yeah when i started running more um not really competitively or professionally but when i started to take it more seriously i had just gotten divorced i was fucked i was just very mentally emotionally spiritually beat up like i just did not feel good and i i had the awareness in a moment to say i need a goal i think what i'm seeing right now is just like that part of me I think I identify with it so much because it pulled me out of like a shit time. Like it was someone, right? Or an aspect of self that I needed. And there's part of me that's like, well, I can't, I can't relax that part of me because what if I slip back? Very right? Yeah. So on one hand, and this is, I mean, I work with a lot of achiever types. Yeah. And that's usually what's driving them. It's not so much what they're moving towards. It's what they're protecting themselves from. They're moving away from this thing mm -hmm. or shielding themselves from that. Who am I if I, if I stop this thing? Or mm. what might happen if I were to relax this even? I can't even relax it. And it's one thing to know that intellectually, but like I'm feeling the reality of that right now. And even the drive to like consume stimulants more, like I've got to keep that part moving. Don't relax for too long or else. It's definitely a moving away from. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. I want to name that there's a doorway here. Mm. If we were to so choose to then see who this part of you is protecting like the part of you that would feel like shit or whatever, you know, fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. That it, And this part has done a wonderful job to protect that part and kind of to ensure I never go back there. Yeah. Right. I'm not sure exactly what parts it's protecting, but what I'm seeing right now is like, even with my ex, it's like, if I relax and cooperate enough, I'm going to get blindsided. Okay. Um, if I let the foot off the gas too much in business then the flow will stop right um but like even like the parts of me that it's protecting i think like the, the first word that came to mind was like the sensitive part right mm. and not just sensitive emotionally but like sensitive like attuned um the more empathetic part like the more compassionate part the more understanding part mm. well it just happened <laughs> I just kind of saw like a relationship pattern and I was like, oh, fuck, boy, that's, that makes sense. This sounds horrible, but I'm going to say it anyways. Even the part that's like, you know, when my girlfriend wants to have a conversation that, you know, like, I'm not, a, I love conversation, but like too many emotion conversations or too many feeling conversations that go too long. I'm just like, can we not talk about emotions for a minute? The push part of me, the ultra part of me. It's like, as long as I keep going, then I don't have to like visit these uncomfortable emotions or these uncomfortable things that maybe I don't want to sit with. Whereas before, and even now I kind of said it that way. It's like, well, I don't want to have the long conversation. I think what's actually more true is like, I don't want to relax long enough to feel what's really there. Hmm. Yeah. Do you feel it now? Um, it's kind of like a touch and run, right? Yeah. Like I'm 
kind of feeling it. I'm like, wait, there it is. But wait, no, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> like, yeah. there's even the like subtle anxiety or subtle kind of like, even I can feel here, right? Of like, you know, tears potentially wanting to come, but it's like, mm, yeah, mm. sure. Yeah. Sure. And not necessarily for any reason other than like, you know, like don't feel that stuff too much. Cause then like you get derailed. Okay. Like unfocused or like, that's not a productive emotion or like, mm -mm -mm, like that's kind of the conversation. Yeah. That's beautiful. You, this is really, really strong. I, um, let's zoom out because I want to help us both outline what's happening here. So if I'm uncertain about where I want to take my life next mm -hmm. and I have a pattern or a default to go to pedal to the metal all out mm -hmm. and something's not quite working for me there. If I understand what's really driving that sometimes, let's just say sometimes, I'm not gonna say all the time, mm -hmm. but sometimes it could be a fear-based thing. It could be an mm -hmm. avoidance pattern. And in actuality, that actually, that's, that's more from a place of rigidity or contraction. I'm mm -hmm. creating life from rigidity and contraction. And control. Control. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like if I do it this way, then it's like, there's a level of certainty there. Like yeah. predictability. Even as you said that, I get like, but it's a pretty limited choice, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Ima I'm imagining, wow, what's possible for me when I have more choice? When I am, yeah. if I wanted to, I could go into those places. Mm -hmm. yeah. Imagine I mean, that. Even imagine, for the range. Say that. What, what do you mean? Like, I think you made the analogy of a boardroom or like a table of advisors or something of that nature. And right now I feel very, hmm, not singular facet, like one facet, but in a lot of ways, dominant in one facet. And I'm just starting to see, I'm very visual, so I can just see like, different facets illuminating in there, right? Like it looks like range instead of one, it's many, right? So there's this, it's almost like I have more to access and in accessing more, I can potentially not produce, even in my mind goes, produce more, but like maybe be more, I don't know. But like, I'm just seeing that there's a, a, a range available that I've just scratched the scratch of the surface, right? Like maybe even just sniffed it out, but I haven't even scratched it yet. Yeah. Yeah. We could call this wholeness. Hmm. I get to be more of myself instead of excluding parts of myself because they're scary or uncomfortable, or I might not be able to control that if I were hmm. to let that out. Yeah. I can now reclaim that. Hmm. Some of us wholeness is I'll be whole and accepting of myself once I cut these other parts off. Yeah. Right. I'll yes. amputate these parts, the ugly parts, the insecure parts. that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then I'll be whole, but the yeah. wholeness piece is I can be with this insecurity or this sadness or this, whatever I have choice there. Hmm. And I can, I can imagine that there are goals or desires from all of these parts and, and I can, I could be informed by them mm. instead of dominated by them. Yeah. I'm even seeing right now too, like the illusion of, con of being in control over identifying with the overachiever is actually 
less control because if I were like range, like the fact that I don't want to feel these other parts is controlling in and of itself. Right. My first question is like, why the fuck am I afraid of those things? Like what, what's that? Like, why, why be afraid of sadness? Why be afraid of grief? Like why be afraid of mm, compassion? Like, what's up with that? You know? As you said that, I remember a phrase you, you used just a minute ago, which was blindsided. Mm. What is that? How does that relate to that, what you're talking about? Yeah, great question. Um, so blindsided is um, the most recent thing where that was a reality was like, my ex is with my daughter. And up until I moved here, we were... Um, we had 50, 50 time. And then I moved here and it was more of a thing of she's going to stay with her mom. And then I'm going to be here and I'm going to do my thing and I'm going to have her during the summer. And I'm going to, we worked out a great agreement and like did it without mediate. Like it was great. And it was, uh, we weren't doing any payment, uh, support or alimony or anything back and forth. And then I willingly, even though the agreement separation agreement said I didn't have to, I started to pay child support because I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to move. Let me support. Let me do this X, Y, Z. And then I expressed a frustration with the way something was happening with um, my daughter going to school and she was missing X number of days. And it's a very like special program. And it's like, it ain't cheap. It's like, like five grand a month. Like it's ridiculous. And it is what she needs. And I was very like kind of defensive. And I guess I sent like a less than great email. Um, but what the result was, was I got served papers like a month later that attacked my integrity that were a bunch of blatant lies that I had actual physical evidence to the contrary. Like anybody that looked at me like, oh, well, this is just an angry person lashing out. And the result was that I ended up now I'm paying her less than I was willingly paying because that's just how it worked out in the system. And, but for me, you know, $12,000 later and attorneys and time and emotional stress and whatever else. So it was just, it's one of those things now where part of me is kind of on edge. So the blindsided is like, when I think I have a, an agreement and an understanding with someone, if they have a fucked day, they can decide to be like, well, fuck you. Right. <laughs> And I'm just have to bend over and take it, you know, for lack of a better analogy, but that's what's up. And it's just, so it's just an interesting, yeah. An interesting thread. To what pull. could I be vulnerable? I'm not even gonna, I'm never gonna, I'm just not gonna give an opportunity yeah. to, to be taken. Cause it's advantage. a window. Like the opportunity is like, if I open that window, if I open that door, that can let an attack come in. Yeah. And you wouldn't so, even see it. No, exactly. Right. It's just that the possibility is there if you were to open that window. Yeah. So it's like this low level anxiety that just kind of like sits there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, I totally get why you would pick that strategy and why you would be both feet in. Mm -hmm. And then look at if almost every area of your life through that lens mm -hmm. to defend, or to, as you said, to be on the offense, to be out ahead of it. Yep.
It also sounds exhausting. Mm -hmm. It is. Definitely is. Is it isolating? One way it could be isolating is that there's only two people that come to mind right now that like I would actually share deeply with that I can be like, yo, like two of my guy friends, I could call them it. They're just there no matter what. And whatever I need, actually three, whatever I need, I can just be completely vulnerable and honest. But I think there's part of me, definitely this part that has to posture. It's almost like I can even like what I'm seeing right now, Trip is like I can see and feel like if I'm even going to enter into vulnerability and I'll start to like peacock or like and not even like um, in an extroverted way, but just like, you know, I'll just kind of get that internal frequency of like, don't fuck with me kind of thing. And it'll yeah. it'll come behind my eyes. I'll feel it on my body. And it's like I become a brick wall. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So I guess in some ways, if I were to look at it through that lens, like it can be isolating in the sense of not feeling as deeply connected with people as I potentially could. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do that too. Yeah. I do that too. I catch myself through the day like, wow, I'm pretty armored right now. Mm -hmm. And nonetheless, I, I feel like I aspire to be that guy that can walk into a room and just have this big broad open heart and just <laughs> welcome anyone in with a hug and mm -hmm. but I, that's not really how i would tend to walk into rooms <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> mm -hmm. so if we zoom back out again we're getting some distance from what was kind of the armor you've been wearing and not even able to see it's just the way life is but what we're describing here is that posturing or that armoring that is there and it's it's reflexive it's what you you tend to go to immediately mm. but it can also become more of a choice and it may not be the choice you make today or even in the next couple of months but what it does is if we can start to create a little distance we can have the conversation around what you might want for your life in these different domains And say, well, what would I want if I didn't have to armor? If I didn't have to. Yeah. I might still choose to. Mm -hmm. But if I didn't want to armor myself and I could still find a way to have boundaries, what might I want to do in this domain? What might I want to do in a different domain? How might I want to approach that if I wasn't needing to push away these feelings or these experiences, or if I wanted to have more range, suddenly we start to step back and we can embody more of this capital S self energy of, mm. oh, here's my heart again. Yeah, it's I mean, the idea just seems foreign. It's funny, it's like, that was the first question that or, or thing you've asked in this time we've been chatting and I'm just, I'm kind of blank, I'm like, der? <laughs> well it, like, it's what, more what of a suggestion like yeah yeah i know it's a suggestion but like I, I went and visited it right like i'm like you know i don't even know how to compute that what's that look like you know let's pick a domain and we'll just play with yeah. it okay and it on it this this might be one of those things where they can map the brain and just be like there's just no synapses there we just haven't <laughs> We just that had a neural connection is just, just gone. It's There's done. nothing there. It's like yeah. a cow it's pasture. Atrophied. Yeah, <laughs> just, exactly. Yeah, uh, so we yeah. can have some 
you know, compassion for us that we just haven't yeah. worked this. We yeah. haven't approached life from this way and that's completely mm -hmm. fine. Mm -hmm. So yeah, what's a, what's a domain of your life that we could play with just to, just as an idea? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, the first one that came to mind was relationship and I was like, oh, business relationship is those are the two like main areas. So like either one's fine, whichever one seems. Yeah. You're the leader here. I want to help you lead. Okay. Um, let's do relationship. Okay. No, yeah. right. And so what do you get about if we're speaking in the past tense about what, you know, how would you describe what does the armoring show up there? Is there, is there a version of the armoring or however you would describe it that shows up in your relating relationship? Yeah, I think in some areas with certain people, I can listen, receive, reflect, mirror, have compassion, have empathy, feel like it's a really like deep, honest, simple exchanging conversation, right? And it's not just a one-way street. It's not like them being vulnerable and me listening, but it's like a very synergistic exchange. And then there's sometimes like in, in my romantic relationship, for instance, where there'll be a sharing and I'm like, can this please be over? And I'm like <laughs> locked down and I'm just like, like, no, no, no. Like, okay, breathe, 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 breathe. Is it done yet? Okay, breathe, breathe. Is it, are we there yet? And there's this impatience, you know, like if I were to analyze it or look at it, I'd be like, well, part of it is like, I, I think there's, I don't want to like uh, open myself up to, to being blindsided or being too vulnerable. It's like, I'm in this conversation, I'm seeing how much I not just value certainty and predictability, but I kind of need it, right? Like I'm needy with it at the moment where it's like, if I don't have it, then I feel, <laughs> I feel uh, just lost, like a fucking lost puppy. I'm like, yo, I, I'm geeking for some fucking certainty, period. And yeah. I need it. And it's yeah. not like, a, you know, playing the different roles and oscillating between and assuming different identities and playing the parts. It's more of like, I need this because if I don't, then mm, will happen. What will happen? Yeah, like the blindsided or like, you know, I'll become aware of something or I'll have to have a long conversation that I don't want to have or I'm, I'm very willing to have the conversation, but like only if it works out with my schedule. Right. Okay. Like, even if it's, you know, we'll set up agreements and relationships. It's like, cool. If you want to do Amago or if you want to do this particular way of relating, like, and you ask me at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, most likely the answer you're going to get is like, I can't have that conversation right now. Let's revisit that later at this time. I'll be more than happy to listen. You know how you feel. I really care about how you feel and what you have to say. And yada, yada, yada. It's an important, to, and it's important to me, but you know, I, I can, I can do the part. And if I were saying what I really want to say, be like, yo, I really don't want to do that because it could fuck up my day. And like, I don't want to feel that right now. And I don't want to have that conversation because I'm afraid of what's actually there. You know, I want to point out that that's valid. Yeah. Completely valid. I don't want to create a story here that somehow you should always be ready to dive in into something and have it derail your day if that's what you're doing. And 
that mm-hmm. all of this is really want to help you come back to the choice. And you yes. called it range, right? Mm-hmm. So it might feel uncomfortable to set a boundary in that moment because your preference in, is to stay focused on work. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to demonize, I don't want to make that bad or wrong. But if you understand, like, well, I actually do have the space and I could go there, but I'm making yeah. it. I'm, I'm yeah, making I'm not it about hearing work. it as making it wrong. What I'm hearing, even in those instances where I am being just responsible with my time and with my um, commitments and appointments and production and whatever else I'm doing, there are definitely times where it's the latter. What I had said of if I really want, if I said what I really want to say, it would sound like this. And I think there's a fear in there that if I even say like uh, just revisiting the thing of I sent the email and I got blindsided. Right. So there's part of me that's like, if I say what I really feel then I'm going to get fucking smacked upside the head. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm just seeing it right now that there's a level of feeling and honesty that I can at least start to communicate and not make anybody wrong in the conversation because it's just what's, true on some level i think there's definitely part of me that can that can go a little bit deeper and be okay with the fear and uncertainty and the vulnerability and instead of (laughs) the touch and run what if i just hold there a little bit longer with the genuine curiosity of like what's there Right. So I'm hearing that ultimately you'd like to have choice in those instances. You could yeah. always retreat. That might be a strong word, but you could always come back mm-hmm. to this way of doing things, the armored way, mm-hmm. the controlled way. But it would be nice to have the choice to yeah. expand there if you want it. Yeah. Right now it doesn't feel like that's a good choice because it's too risky. There's too much at 100%. stake. Yeah. I mean, even like, you know, it's like anything, right? It's like, um, the equivalent would be like, say, I want to rock climb more and just add like a new level of activity. Like I want to be able to do that and feel good doing it. And that's going to take doing it (laughs) period. Right. right? So I'm just, there's part of me that has to, I'm seeing the need or the, really the desire to be a bit more curious about what's actually true in these instances, instead of like the very habitual story. Yeah. Yeah. Let's break it down because yeah. I remember I was working with a, a, a veteran. He'd been in combat and he was back and he was having, a, he was like, I'd, I'd rather be deployed. I'd rather be going out at night and kicking indoors, not knowing what's on the other side than have these conversations with my wife, which is a really strange thing to think, to consider. Relate, man. <laughs> and and I remember being baffled, but then when we picked it apart, we start to we could see that it actually made logical sense. And here's why: mm. he had a ton of training, he had experience, which meant he had more capacity, and he wasn't alone. And it just made so much sense. It was the complete opposite. In the situation with his wife, he was alone. He had like very little emotional capacity. He didn't understand what these feelings were and he didn't have any skills. He didn't know Mm. what the hell he was doing. Of course he's going to go to where he's familiar and he's got capacity and he's got guys behind him that'll give their lives for him. 
Mm-hmm. It just made so much sense. Is is even though at first glance it may, it just didn't make any sense at all. And so we could chip it down. Okay, what do we have to do to help with capacity, with skill, and do it in a way where you don't feel alone? Mm-hmm. And suddenly it just opened up. Oh shit, I can do this. Mm-hmm. I'm not broken. There's not something fucked up with me. Yep. So when you described climbing, running, you've invested in capacity, skill, experience. Typically mm-hmm. not alone. You're out there with others in, in, you know, in various ways, right? It's community mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Yeah. How does that impact how we could approach some of these growth edges for you? It's, it's so simple, but just that, the, what you just described, um, the level of skill, capacity, proficiency, uh, confidence, even that comes with that. I think it's more about that than it is about anything else where it's just like, I'm just really unpracticed. And I am someone who one of my top values is excellence. And everything I do, I do with a level of excellence. So if I do, it sounds funny to say it, but like if I do compassion and it's not excellent and it doesn't fucking look like, you know, Cirque du Soleil, right? (laughs) Then I suck. Mm. And I hate sucking. Right. That's, that feels really like, ooh, that feels like gut punch accurate. Like that's, I like that a lot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's what I would offer as well is that it, it, this gets a lot more fun when it's okay to suck too. And that's part of the community yeah. aspect of it is, hey, we're all going to go on the dance floor and look like yeah. idiots, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm aware. I mean, I coach my clients all the time. I'm like, look, if you, anytime you start acquiring any skill or getting on video or writing copy or doing whatever the fuck, you're going to suck. Like I say this often and now I'm hearing myself say it. I'm like, Hmm. It's one of those, one of those many instances where it's like, I'm coaching myself (laughs) as I talk unknowingly or knowingly. Yeah. Would it be allowed in your interactions, let's say with your girlfriend, to say, to just be transparent. I want to be better at this. I want to have more range here. Yeah. I don't feel very confident. Mm. I recognize I would like to have more capacity. There's things going on for me right now. And currently in my emotional world, I don't have a lot of capacity. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel very supported. So I want to name that mm. instead of, I've got to have it all figured out and I'm going to move in here. This is the expectation that I'm going to rock this. So right off the bat, it's just, I'm not expecting to do this really well. Why would I? Mm -hmm. And to let all of the air out of that balloon that it has to, you got to do anything. Because in that right right there, that's relationship. That's Mm -hmm. it right there. Here's what's going on for me. Here's what's really going on for me. Mm. And I'm letting you see that. I'm mm-hmm. here. This is where I am in this moment. And right there, trust is established. Yeah. I dig that. I like that a lot. Not relationships on the other side of me getting shit right. <laughs> but it is, Trip. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I got a fucking gold medal in relationship, right? It's just like, you don't, no relationship is like, all right, in this uh, moment, uh, I'm here. And this is yeah. what I'm feeling and thinking yes. and wanting. And two minutes later, okay, it's where this is where it is. Mm-hmm. 
I like to ask guys, like, is this how you fuck? Like, is this like, you just like, okay, today's thing, I'm going to get 50 fucking pumps from this thing. I'm going to get 50 <laughs> pumps on that side. And then, you know, we're going to wrap oh, this whole good. thing up and I'm going to be done. I mean, you know. it kind of is not like, <laughs> not in the, not in the quantitative as you describe, but in the like, yeah, I'm fucking good. Period. Like I have to be great at it. Right. Okay. It's like, yeah, it's just, that's just, I'm just seeing that baked into everything I do. It's like, I've just got to be the best. Yeah. So relating could be the, where are we now? Yeah. Instead of how do I look, how am I doing, how am I performing, <laughs> <laughs> but what's going on for her? What am I, what am I yeah. noticing in her? Yeah. I'm noticing her breathing. I'm noticing her temperatures. I notice her skin is changing color in these areas. Like, and I'm, we're riding that. Oh, I noticed I started doing something else and she went away. Okay. I'm coming back and that's relating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's different. Not performing. It's definitely, yeah, it's very, it's just, I'm, I'm noticing like how performance driven I am. Like I knew it, but like, I didn't know it at this level. All right. Now we you want to appreciate that guy. Oh, thousand percent. Yo, he's staying. He ain't going anywhere. Right. <laughs> but he may not be the guy to lead your, he may not be driving. Areas. Yeah. He may not be the chairman of the board as we described, <laughs> but like, you know, he can be a VP for a minute or something. Sure. Right? He's, he's yeah. big. He's, yeah, he's yeah. earned his spot, right? <laughs> and in some in some areas, he's not. He's probably not the best guy to be mm -hmm. leading some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. That right there, right, is like who's leading. Just like to come back to that, it's like up until this point, there's been this notion of if I'm embodying a different part of me, then this part's done, gone, finito, like there's that fear of like, well, what if he doesn't come back? Like, first of all, he can't not come back. It's just unrealistic, but just even visually, right? Like resting into the, to the, the vision of that, of like, oh, homeboy's still here. Like we're good. And we're just leading with this other part right now. Let's go bonus level. Okay. Performance guy dies. What happens? I mean, initially when you said that, I was like, I would feel lost and be like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. And ironically enough though, too, like I'm, I got injured maybe like six months ago, foot injury and had to, you know, take off eight weeks of running <laughs> instead of running. Um, I got back into lifting and put on like 22 pounds in two months. So like I put on a significant amount of muscle. So it's fascinating to even see, but I did also get back into like my meditation practice and like some softer stuff, but like seemingly when that part of me died, right. Even temporarily via injury, I still found a way to, um, <laughs> to resuscitate him. Right. Like I defibbed him. He just came back as a power lifter instead. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, like just to play the game, right? Like there's a certain level of anxiety that comes along with that part of me dying. Right? There's a, almost a, a reflex of who am I now? Like instantaneous. Imagine if it, imagine the confidence you would have on a deep level, not as that part of you, not as performance guy. Mm -hmm. when you're blended with him mm. but to know that that part of you could die and you'd still be okay yeah 
That's why I said it's a bonus, because right now it's just like, as long as I can preserve him, I'm fine. <laughs> it's good that you caught that. That's like, that's, that's, that's ninja level right there. But yeah. Yeah. And then imagine the, that level of holding is like, I'd even be okay if he wasn't here. Yeah. I can, I can get in that direction. I, I, if I said I'd be okay, I would just be giving a lip service right now. Right. Cause like, you might not I be can okay. feel, I can feel in my stomach, like, there it, i'm uneasy right period i feel uneasy sure. um and it's like uh, uh. yeah it's yeah. it, as you would right yeah. i offer that because i want you to see it helps to just recognize i am really attached to this yeah and if i'm not careful this will become everything in my life yep Whereas I can really prefer this part. I really love this. I feel really strong and confident with this. And I, I am not that. Mm -hmm. That is not all of who I am. Yeah. This deeper work, right, is like, who am I really? Mm. Who am I really? Who am I really underneath this, this part of me that always needs to be performing or else? And this is where we start to, to access that deeper capital S self as we've been talking about. Just so we have choice. I mean, we're not trying to kill it, but it is yeah. an, a mental exercise to like feel that part and create just, a, just enough daylight to come through and go, oh. Yeah. It's fascinating how much like, <clears throat> like I'm not holding my breath, but I feel like there's a fucking gorilla on my chest. Even just in the conversation of it, I'm like, bro. That's intense. That's amazing. That's fascinating. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. It makes a lot of sense though. And it really, honestly, it, it snaps, you know, a, a recent chunk of time into perspective. I'm like, oh, okay. So that's, that feels more like part of the lesson is like, you know, if that, you know, who am I really? That question is, I mean, maybe one I'm answering forever, which I'd have to be okay with. And it's fascinating that, um, yeah, that that identity holds so much weight. And it's totally okay. Yeah. What this does is it gives you a lot more range mm -hmm. when you are considering where do I want to take my life now at this stage? What trajectory do I want to put myself on for this next phase of my life? Am I eclipsed by this part of me, which is rooted in whatever wounds it has, but also in whatever strengths it has? Do I want more choice? Mm. So I can just by creating that daylight there and, and feeling a little bit of that trepidation that, oh my gosh, I wouldn't be okay without that. And it's okay. I can... You can sit over there for a minute. This is not all of who I am. Mm. And then the exploration can begin. And start to access more of who am I when I'm not just that guy. Yeah. And you might find some different answers to these deeper questions about where you want to take relationship work. Mm -hmm. How you treat yourself, how you treat your body, how you do X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. 
and feel that, that is in my, from my perspective, that is the freedom. Yeah. Because what we described there is that I'm free as long as I'm this guy. <laughs> right? Yeah. As long yeah, as this condition freedom. is met. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or <sighs> could that relax and I'd still find my footing? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's deep. We're getting into some more yeah, existential it's like, stuff. It's it's very um it, it it is it, period. Right? Like on men it's not just at the depth, it's at the sur it's everywhere. Um and I think that even just the awareness of the thing starts to be like, wow, just my nature. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, how can I access other parts? Like, who am I really? Like, these are now, they feel like living questions, right? Yeah. Or like a good old Zen Cohen, right? It's like, let's let's have it be this thing that never gets answered, right? Um, just the question in and of itself is useful. Um, yeah, dig it. To me, this is, as I'm speaking to you, coach to coach now, where we can, I think, really serve people. If we want to help them perpetuate whatever pattern they're in, then we just say, cool, let's answer the question through the pattern that got mm -hmm. you here. Yeah. That has you perhaps feeling exhausted or rigid or tired or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Or can we help to relax that pattern, start to ac access more of, what's underneath it or beside it and find mm. another possibility there. And that will disrupt, that will kind of have things feel a little wobbly, but it doesn't have to happen immediately. Mm. But just that it's like, oh wow, there's so much more space here. Mm. It's like as if the rib, like you said, that gorilla comes off your chest, it's just like, oh, yeah. I have so much more available mm. to me. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. Like even as you say that, like I'm seeing moments in a day where I have the option to work harder, continue working, continue, not even just like the activity, but the pace, right? Like the pace, the internal pace, right? like almost like an emotional pace. Um, and I have, I have the option to continue as is, um, or to shift. And most of the time, sitting down to change the pace is like, oh, it's like, it's, uncomfortable right like it seems like a lot of effort and i'm like oh that's a point like a, a a moment that i can start to relax into different parts and different aspects and at the very least be like cool like what would this feel like or what would this be like or like how does this operate when this part's leading or mm, mm, like really starting to you know play musical chairs if you will right yeah oh that sounds fun i like that yeah Let's break that down because I think that's that's that could become one of the things that is a practice mm -hmm. for you if, if we could create a little structure around that. Yep. So, okay, I'm noticing that I am running at this pace mm -hmm. emotionally. Yeah. How would you spur yourself to explore another possibility or just to recognize that, okay, this is a pattern. It doesn't have to be the only way I do something. Mm -hmm. I want to have more choice here. 
two things come to mind. Like the first thing that came to mind was having some kind of a trigger, right? So it's like, if I'm working, have my glasses on and then when I'm done, take them off and the act of setting them down is like, all right, cool. Let's embody something else, right? So like having a definitive shift um, that's signified by something physical, right? Um, and then the second thing that came to mind, which is my answer to most things is how can I put that in my schedule? All right, because if it's on my calendar, it's going to happen. <laughs> like a true high performer. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the other thing. I was like, cool. Like, can I practice just like, if I chunk out, if I block a couple of hours and just lead with the different part, even a, in a practice or an activity or something that I would normally lead with ultra, right? Mm -hmm. That could be fun. Okay. Uh, like having like a block of time. It's like, all right, cool. Like for these two hours, your mind, your heart is not going to go to let's fucking go. It's going to go to, oh, I hear you. Or whatever the fuck. Even saying it, I'm just like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Something that's a little less cliche. You got to realize, too, you've been in this game for a minute, too, bro. It's like, you know, I've been doing the versions of what I do for like 15 years, and it's just like, I've seen some douchery in the day. Let's just call it that way. Um, but yeah, finding something that's a little less, that feels more genuine is really mm -hmm. what I'm aiming at. Um, but also realizing that it's going to feel awkward, right? Like it's like learning to walk or crawl even um, and doing something different. So I think those two things for me are are pretty, um, I'm definitely a creature of habit. Um very well trained. I mean, I'm, I also read Atomic Habits like every six months. That's how habitual I am. <laughs> I need a refresher on how to be more structured. <laughs> Great. So yeah. I want to just throw out that even if we were to chunk that down to developing an awareness of who's at the head of the table right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That in and of itself that ability to self okay, it's performance guy, or it's insert whoever, right? Just mm -hmm. having awareness, like, and actually, what does it feel like? I notice I talk a little different. My, my posture's a little different when I'm doing this thing. I notice there's my brows furrowed when I'm doing it. Like, and, and no critics are just like, cool. And, and you yeah. can even be in a con, like, what do you need right now? What's the thing mm. you're committed to? Mm. And to listen, like, well, if we don't fucking do this thing, then it's going to bop, 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 We got to bop, yeah. bop, I got to, great. And thank him. Mm -hmm. Thanks, man. Yeah. And that right there, just developing that awareness of who's running the show mm -hmm. or who's at the, who's driving the bus, however you want to say it. Yeah. Is wonderful because what that does is it starts to open up. Uh, what are you committed to? What's the concern that you have right now? You start to break out of that autopilot. Yeah. And it just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm this, I'm doing this right now. This is the guy I'm, it's a, I'm going to choose to be this guy right now, or I'm exhausted. I'd like to try something different. Yeah. And there might be a negotiation. Hey, can we make this an hour? Nope. 15 minutes. Yeah. Cool. There will be a negotiation. Right. But that's relationship, right? <laughs> yeah. Instead yeah. of trying to strong arm ourselves. And I think that's where this dominant and that's, thing. That's, and that is the pattern, right? The strong right. arm, the like, that's, you know, it's just. Tired. I'm tired. I fucking go for a run. I don't give a shit. 
here's the key to this is that if we don't trust ourselves, mm -hmm. if we don't trust the system, yeah. we're not relaxing control. It's just mm -hmm. not going to happen. Mm -hmm. So we develop trust by familiarity. I'm like, okay, here's this guy again. He's having a conversation mm -hmm. with me. All right. Mm -hmm. He keeps showing up and he keeps offering, hey, you open to another thing or whatever. And it's, it's like befriending an animal, so to speak. I don't know if you've watched, you know, anybody work with animals, but it's, you know, just fucking go in there and hit them. You, you through time, mm -hmm. exposure, little food, little, hey, how can I support you? And then uh, that's where the trust comes from. Mm. And I want you to see that nothing's going to change as long as there's fear of, lo mm -hmm. of that loss of control. Yeah. So if you can develop that inner trust of, I can relax this a little bit. And it'll still be okay. Yeah. But if you go in there with a stick, he's just going to, he'll, he'll beat your ass because apparently yeah. he's, nobody beats him, right? No, he will definitely. <laughs> so don't get ass. into a fight with him. <laughs> yeah. Don't get into a Ironically fight with him. Ironically enough, the most recent quote unquote injury was, uh, uh, as I said, I do boxing and fight training and stuff. And uh, a couple weeks ago, I got punched in the throat. <sighs> so I don't know if you've ever, that's the first time I've ever suffered blunt force trauma to my Adam's apple, but it, it sounded like I lost my voice. Like I couldn't talk for three days and then for a whole week. And the irony of it too was right. It's like the throat thyroid authority, will expression voice. Yeah. voice. It was just like, you know, I, I couldn't produce the videos I produced. Like, I mean, I could have, but it would have, it was painful. So I was just like, I'm not going to do it. I had to like move calls. It was fascinating to, have that happen and what the reason that came to mind too is like as you're saying this i'm like wow like i have very one mode of communicating and while i've entertained the idea of you know finding new ways to do that <laughs> sometimes god says oh yeah you're not gonna do it let's, <laughs> let's find out bro <laughs> right yeah yeah so that's cool. All right. So we started today's conversation with trying to help you figure out the next steps for you. And, and the, one of the first questions I asked, well, who's essentially along the line, who's deciding, right? Who gets to yeah. decide these things? And then we started to unpack that there were different aspects of you that were committed to control and protection. And, and then there were opportunities for expansion there to be mm -hmm. less rigid and that it sounds like with practice, developing skill, right? Developing greater capacity to be with that. Well, is it okay if I give a little control over at this time? Those types of things that we can start to give voice to these other aspects. And you might have more information to select in a future conversation. You know, where, where do I want to go if I'm not just going to be control performer guy? Mm -hmm. That's what I'm taking away so far. What would you add or change or delete from that? I mean, just the, the whole idea of, I feel like I've made most of my decisions from this one part of myself. And now I'm just like, wow, how fun could that be to have like a fucking entire board, if you yeah. will, of different ways to make decisions from different places like that sounds like amazing cool. um 
and just being able to explore it's even like exploring the possibilities because you know like perspective from those different perspectives or from those different aspects or parts of self they make very different decisions i'd imagine yeah and um i'm very curious to to, to play with that and to explore that great great yeah. <clears throat> is there anything that comes to mind for you that would help you along this path is there is there a thing an agreement that you and i could create something you want to play with um, this has been a, you know, okay, cool. That was a great conversation, but is there mm -hmm. something we could help you implement? Hmm. I mean, I don't, beyond that, I don't think so as far as like just training the different parts and like, you know, maybe it's scheduling the time and leading with a different part. And I think you said something to the effect of just having the awareness or uh, i'll often have an alarm with questions on my phone if i'm training something right so i could even just set an alarm that says like who's leading right now right or just having these questions come up so it's when it comes to engineering ways to implement takeaways i could probably gather i'm pretty strong in that department so <laughs> i feel very good about baking some of those practices in um and maybe even like going full days, like letting another part lead, like that could be fascinating, right? Cool. Like, yeah, it's just, I'm, I'm intrigued right now with like the, uh, uh, it seems like it could be kind of fun. So, yeah. Yeah. Another practice, I'll just throw it in there. I call it the Monday yeah. morning, Monday morning quarterback, which is to look back at your day or to look back mm. at a scenario that happened and say, Hmm, how might I have done that? from mm. this part so yeah. we're, we're less relying on being able to catch ourselves in the moment it's pretty hard but it does mm. allow us to rewire our brains mm. and see ourselves in that scenario as this part or animating these things and, and uh oh okay i might have done this or i might have said that and not again no criticism or anything like that but it just like oh okay that would have been a little different and we can slowly close the gap between if it was six hours ago and to, you know, two hours and one hour. And then maybe in the present, I, hmm, I can feel the part of me that wants to puff myself up. And I can also feel the part of me that wants to relax and get curious and turn into this thing. So, um, yeah. so there's, I there's like that, that a lot. Yeah. yeah. So like that could be, and that's a little easier to schedule. I could say, Hey, at exit clock, I'm going to journal. I'll, I'll pick a interaction I had and just play with mm -hmm. that. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Definitely. Awesome. Anything else that would help you today, man? No, that was, that was great. That was really okay. good. Yeah. Would you be willing to shoot me an email and, you know, in a month's time or, and, and let me know how Absolutely. things are going. Okay. Absolutely. Right, yes. Let's check in. Agreed. Absolutely. Yes. Okay, great. Yeah. Right on, man. I really enjoyed our conversation today. And you know, I, your language was saying you're not comfortable going into these places or you're resistant to going. I want to point out that you did. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I appreciate your coaching style too, man. This was very, yeah, it was very fluid. Like I enjoyed it. Right on. Very cool, yeah. man. Yeah. All right. I look forward to hearing from you, man. And if there's anything else I can do to support you, please let me know. Awesome. We'll do my man. All right, buddy. Take yeah. care, man. See Cheers. You. If these interviews are helping you, please leave a positive review on whatever podcast app you use so that others can discover the show more easily. Mm -hmm.